Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erevin daf Pei Zayin. We are starting six lines from the top, seven words into the line. Today's daf is sponsored by Rabbi Yeshua ben Tova Malka and Rachel Leah Baschan Apparel in honor of the birth of their son. They should be Zaycha Legadloy Letaira Lechopo Lemaisim Tavim. Now, as a quick review, we know that when a porch or ledge is situated directly over water, then a hole of 4x4 tfachim may be cut into the floor, mechitzas have 10 tfachim placed around it, and then we would apply good aches, extend these mechitzas all the way to the water, allowing one standing on the porch to draw water through this contraption. We had concluded yesterday with a halacha from Reb Hanani ben Akavya that if this porch is 4x4 amais, which is 24x24 tfachim, we only need a hole to be made and no mechitzas are necessary because we apply the principle of kaif. We conceptually bend the remaining part of the floor to be a mechitza, to create mechitzas of ten tefachim all around, and now the Gemara is going to discuss when Reb Hanani ben Akavya would allow this even without the porch being four by four amas. And the Gemara says, Om Rabbi, Uladir Reb Hanani ben Akavya, according to him, Ha'isa smuchal kaisel, b'pachasim gimel tefachim, if this gezustra, this board of this ledge, was within three tefachim of the wall, sarach she'e arka dalad amas, v'reichba achadas aramashu, it doesn't have to be four by four amas, it only has to be four amas long, and its width only has to be eleven and a little bit tefachim wide. Now why is that? The board is placed within three tefachim of the wall, Lovet is applied, and the wall of the house is mechitza number one. Next, we cut a hole four tefachim long across the edge and the length of the board. We apply kaif to the remaining ten tefachim on each side for another two mechitzas. And then this four tefach hole is made a tefach wide, leaving ten tefachim of width for the fourth mechitza, and we have a hole of four by four tefachim in the middle, three of it being the three tefach gap to the wall, and the fourth being the one tefach cut from the width of the board. So we don't need to have a four by four amma board, we could have a four amma board by eleven tefachim in a bit. We have another case, heis is a kufa, let's say the board is standing up straight, tzach gavaya asar tefachim, it has to be ten tefachim tall, v'reich b'vav tefachim, u'shnei mashahuyin, has to be six tefachim and two mashahus wide. Now how does this make sense? If you were to take your gemara and stand it up on the table or stender in front of you, the daf itself is your board. It's ten tefachim tall, so that's one mechitza. It's four tefachim away from the wall of the house, so that's our hole of four tefachim. Obviously, the wall of the house is another one of our mechitzas. And now, if you bend the vertical side of the daf towards yourself, that's another wall of a tefach and a mashahu. This is done to both of the sides. And since this small wall of a tefach is within three tefachim of the wall of the house, then we apply lavud. Now we have four mechitzas of ten tefachim around a hole, a four by four. Again, we don't need to have a board that's four by four amas. And a third case, let's say this contraption is going to be in the corner, meaning we have a house that meets up at a corner. So we already have two walls. And now we're going to make another two walls with this principle of kaif. This board has to be ten tefachim tall. It only needs to be two tefachim and two mashahus wide. Why is that? We take this board, we bend it in the middle, we place it four tefachim away from the corner of the house. We're going to apply lavud to connect this little wall of a tefach in a bit, and now we have two new walls made from this board. And once again, it doesn't need to be four by four amas. So the Gemara asks, "Well, how did Tanya? We had said Brisa, Reb Chanan ben Akavu Eimer, he had taught us if it's four by four amas, we." can make a hole of 4 by 4 tefachim in the middle, umale, and then fill up our bucket from this contraption. How do we ever find that case? Because we just listed three very normal scenarios where we have something coming out of the wall of a house, and we don't need to have this board being 4 by 4 amas. So when is it going to be necessary to have this board 4 by 4 amas? The more answer is David so when it's made like a mortar, meaning this board is freestanding on top of stilts. So then we have to bend all four of these walls down, we have to apply kaif to all four sides, and in that scenario we're going to have to use all four walls, then we're going to need a board which is 4x4 four four amos. 
And now the mission discusses yet another case of water inside of a chatzar and when and how it's going to be permitted to draw water from it. And the mission says, Amas Hamayim, we have a stream or brook or canal of water, Shehevers Bachatzer, that's going right through a chatzar. Ain't Malan Himana Bishabas, you're not allowed to draw water from it on Shabbos, because we know that a stream of water is considered a Carmelis. And this is in a Rishisa Yachid, you're not allowed to draw water from a Carmelis into Rishisa Yachid. Elim Kane, Asla Machitza Gavayyadfachim, unless a machitza of ten tfachim is made, the Knisu Biyitzia, from where it comes into the chatzar and where it leaves the chatzar. This machitza has to be placed inside the airspace of this canal itself, and then it's considered like we're blocking off the entrance and exit, and now it's part of the chatzar, it's like Rishisa Yachid. Rabbi Huda Aimer, he argues like he did in the previous Mishnah, the wall of the chatzar that passes over this little canal, that's considered a machitza, and we don't have to make anything special. And on Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda tries to bring a riot to himself. There's a story with a stream of water that went through the town of Avel, they would fill water up from it based off of what the elders of the city told them, and they would do this on Shabbos without any special mechitzas. That's because it didn't have the proper shear, so it wasn't considered a caramelis. However, when it has the proper shear, then you need to add special mechitzas. And now the Gemara brings a bride so that teaches the same exact thing as the Mishnah, just with a little bit of added clarification. They made a mechitza where it came into the chatzah, but not where it left, or vice versa. And Malan Himena B'Shabbos, you're not allowed to fill up from it on Shabbos. Elim Kane, also a Unless they made a mechitza of ten tefachim, where it goes into the chutzner and where it comes out of the chutzner, Rabbi Yehuda Imer he argues and he says the wall of the chutzner itself could be considered a mechitza. And Amr Rabbi Yehuda he tries to bring a riot for himself. There was a stream of water that came from Avel Tzibari and they would fill up their buckets from it on Shabbos al based off of what the elders of the city told them. Amr Rabbi Yehuda told him Misham Raya from there you have a raya you don't have a raya from there. It's not ten tefachim deep and four tefachim wide. And here we have the clarification of what our Mishnah had meant, kashir, the proper shear of a body of water. To be considered a caramelist is if it's ten tefachim deep and four tefachim wide. And since that Amas Hamayim wasn't ten by four, so that's why they were allowed to fill up from it without any special mechitzas. However, if the Amas Hamayim is ten by four, then it's a caramelist and it needs special mechitzas. Tanya Yidich, we have another brasa. Amas Hamayim by various ben We have a stream of water that's passing right underneath the windows. Imagine the chutzah that you live in is kind of like Venice. It's like one big waterway and the water is directly underneath your window. So Pachas Megimel, if it is less than three, Mishal Shadli you can lower your bucket and fill it up. Gimel, if it's three, in Mishal Shadli then you're not allowed to lower your bucket and fill it up. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, he argues, he says, Pachas Bidalad, if it's less than four, Mishal Shadli then you can lower your bucket directly into this water and fill it up. Dalad, if it's four, in Mishal Shadli no lowering your bucket and filling it up on Shabbos. Now the Gemara asks, Mayaskinun, what are we talking about over here when we say that it is three or it is four? Even if you want to say, we're talking about the width of the stream itself. Either it's three Tvachim or it's four Tvachim. How could it be that that's what the Arguing about. came from The size of a caramelist cannot be anything less than four tefachim. Does that mean Rav Dimi was saying his halacha and taking sides of machlekes tanaim? That would mean that Chachamim and Rav Shimon Gamliel are arguing about whether or not a caramelist is three tefachim or four tefachim. So it can't be that he was saying that according to machlekes tanaim. So it must be elabagapeha. We're talking about this machlekes between Rav Shimon Gamliel and the Chachamim is that the banks of this little stream that's going through the chutzur 
whether or not they're three tefachim wide or four tefachim wide, ulahachlif, when we're talking about exchanging, meaning they're not allowed to draw their water directly from this Amas HaMahim because it's a caramelist. So what do they do? They lower their bucket out of the window. They place it on the bank of this little stream. Then they lower it from the bank of the stream into the stream. They draw water, leave it on the bank of the stream for a little bit, and then they pick it up into their house. And that's what the Machlekes is, whether or not if it's three tefachim or four tefachim, if they're allowed to do so. The Gemara says, how could that be? He said, If it's not four by four the people in Shusram are allowed to adjust their burdens on it because considered a makam p'tur. As long as they do not exchange their burdens, meaning the person from Shusayachar is not to place his stuff on top of this makam p'tur, and then someone from the Shusrabim take it, or vice versa. And by the same token, we're not allowed to do this with this Amas Hamayim and the Chatzar. He's not allowed to take his bucket, place it on the bank of this Ama, and then drop it inside, draw water, and vice versa. That's problematic. According to Rabdimi. So the Gemara says, no, Hasim Rishis Dairaisa. That's talking about Rishis Dairaisa when we have a Makam Ptur that's bordered by Rishis Ram, Rishis Yachid, so you have to be extra vigilant, and therefore they're not allowed to do this Hachlafa, they're not allowed to do this little exchange. Whereas Pezayan on Bezan Atap, Hacha Rishis Dairabanan over here with this Amas Hamayim in the Chatzar, we're discussing Rishis Dairabanan, we're discussing our Karmelis and Rishis Yachid, so therefore we're allowed to be Makal. The Gemara continues asking for Rabbi Yechon, Rishis Dairabanan, Ami Amar. Rabbi Yechon said his Allah that Hachlafa exchanging from one Rishis to another by way of a Makam Ptur, by way of some sort of mid area is going to be usher even when we're discussing Rishuiz Dirabanan. Now this question is going to be a little bit long-winded, so pay attention. Titania really should be the non. We have a Mishnah. We already saw this Mishnah. We have a wall in between two Chatseris. It's ten Tvachim tall and four Tvachim wide. These two Chatseris have to make two separate Erevin and they're not allowed to join in the same Erev. Let's say there was fruit on top of this wall. Both Chatseris could go on top of the wall and eat this fruit. Let's say this wall got breached. I'd ask their Amas up until 10 Amas of breach. Ma'arvin Shnaim, they can make two separate Erev in Vimratu, but if they would like Ma'arvin Echad, they could join in one Erev Bnei Kapasach, because this breach is considered like an opening in between these two Chatzers, and they could join in one Erev. Yes, Mikan, if it's more than a 10 Amma breach, Ma'arvin Echad ve'en Ma'arvin Shnaim, they have to join in one Erev, and they're not allowed to make two separate Erev in. Vavinabah, we asked on that. In Barabah, let's say the wall is not four Tvachim wide. My, what's the halacha? Amaravi had answered, Avir Bezer Shuyas by the airspace of the two Chatzers has domain over this, meaning they both have. Have rights to this, and therefore they're not allowed to use it unless they make an Erev. They're not allowed to use it at all. Rabbi Yechonin says, People from both these Chatzers could take their food and place it on top of this wall. Rabbi Yechonin is consistent with his Shita. If we have an area that's not 4 by 4 the people of Rishis Ram and Rishis Yachid are allowed to adjust their burdens on it, as long as they don't make an exchange with each other. So what do we see from here? The same way that you're allowed to use the top of Makam Ptur, but you're not allowed to use it as a point of transfer, so too, you're allowed to use this top of the wall that's less than four wide, but it's not allowed to be used as a point of transfer. And this wall is dividing two Rishuyas Dirabanon, and nonetheless, Rabbi Yechen is still Machmir. So we see Rabbi Yechenin does not allow this Hachlafa, this point of transfer, even when we're discussing Rishuyas Dirabanon. So the Gemara answers, who's the Iri Amara? That was really Ziri saying in the name of Rabbi Yechenin, and it wasn't Rav Dimi saying in the name of Rabbi Yechenin. So it's not a question of Dimi. The Gemara says, okay, so So this is still a question on Ziri. How is it that this Brisa allows us to lower a bucket out of our window, 
place it on this little bank of the Amas Hamayim, then lower it into the Amas Hamayim, and bring it back to us. This is problematic according to Rabbi Yechanan. So the Gemara answers, Ziri Maikim Lab Amas Hamayim Gufa. Ziri says, the Machlekes between Rabbi Shimon Gamli and the Chacham of his Brisa is the Machlekes and how wide the actual Amas Hamayim was, Ravdimi, and it's like what Ravdimi had said, Tanahi, that it's going to be a Machlekes Tanayim, what exactly is the definition of a Carmelis? The Gemara continues asking, even if you're going to say that there's Machlekes and what the definition of a Carmelis is, this should be considered like Chayre Carmelis. Now we know that Chayre Roshos Harabim, a hole in the wall of Roshos Harabim, is like the Roshos Harabim itself. So same thing is with a small stream that branches off a large one. Since the larger one is a Carmelis, so too the smaller one should be, even though it doesn't have the proper shear. So the Gemara answers, Abai Bar Oven, Rav Chanina Bar Oven, Da'ami Chavayu, both of them say, in Chayre and the Carmelis, wouldn't apply this concept of Chayre to a Carmelis. And then once we have a stream that branches off a larger one, that already is going to lose its status of Carmelis if it's not 10 by 4. Whereas Rav Ashi he gives a different answer. He says, Even if you want to say that we apply this concept of Chayrun of a Carmelis, that's only if it's in close proximity to the main stream, the main body of water. Over here, we're talking about it was very far away from the main body of water. Therefore, it's not considered a Carmelis if it doesn't have 10 by 4. Now the Gemara says, Ravina Omar, Ravina gives a completely different answer to what the Machlekes, the Chacham, and Roshim and Gamliel is of it is 3 or it is 4. Going for example, the Avla Nikviya Puma, they had made openings by its mouth. What does that mean? The Chatzarad Min Mechitza is where this water entered and exited and made a little doorway or opening in the Mechitza to allow the water to flow through with greater ease. Vaz Rabbanu Tamayo, Rabshim Gamal Tamay, and the Chamgo according to their reasoning, Rabshim Gamal is consistent with his reasoning. The Chamm say that Lavad is three Tvachim, so therefore this opening has to be less than three Tvachim and it's still considered like it's sealed off. Rabshim Gamal says Lavad is four Tvachim, so therefore as long as the opening is less than four Tvachim, him, so that's considered like it's sealed off, and this mechitz is valid, and that's why they would be allowed to draw water from it on Shabbos. And now the Mishnah continues with something we've already learned before, because this just Shilamalam and Amayim, we have this board or porch or some sort of ledge which is above the water in Malan Himen Shabbos. You're not allowed to fill up your bucket from it on Shabbos. Elam can also unless you made mechitzas that were ten tefachim tall. Ben milamala, ben milamato. Whether these mechitzas are underneath the porch, stretching downwards, or they're above the porch, meaning let's say they're the walls of this porch, the walls of this gazustra, nonetheless, we would extend them downwards, applying good aches. We have two gazustras, one on top of another. As we know, they're not directly on top of another, they're just staggered. If you made this little contraption for the upper one and not the lower one, both of them are going to be ushered to use this contraption unless they make an Eruv together. And the Gemara says, Our mission is not like Hanani Menakavia. The time you have a Brisa, Hanani Menakavia, he says, If we have a Gazustra that's 4 by 4 Amis, we allow to make a hole that's 4 by 4 Tfachim, we'll and fill it up, and we don't need to have any sort of Mechitzas. We apply the concept of Kaif, we conceptually bend these walls down, and then we're going to have Mechitzas. However, Amr Biachim, Mishum Rabbi Yosef ben Zimra, Loi Hitter Rabbi Hanani ben Akavya, he does not allow this El Abiyamashal Tiveria. Only when we're discussing that this porch is over the Sea of Tiveria, which is the Kinneret, as we already said, since it has banks and cities and carpets that surround it, so it's already considered like it's surrounded by walls. Therefore, we're allowed to have this minimal thing done, and that's where we're allowed to draw water from this Gezustra. But any other body of water, Loi, Rabbi Hanani ben Akavya, would not be so makal. And the Gemara continues, there were three things Rabbi Hanani ben Akavya allowed the people of Tiveria to do. 
Shabbos. You're allowed to fill up water from Gezusra on Shabbos. Vitaminin ba'atza, and you're allowed to store your fruit in atza, which is some sort of refuse or leftover stuff from beans. Mistapim balaintes, you're allowed to dry yourself with a towel on Shabbos, and we're not afraid you're going to squeeze it out. We already explained that case. What's this case of Taminin Ba'atza? Now we're going to be discussing Bechiyutan, and we've already learned about this. In order for fruit to be Makabal Toma, it needs Hachshar, preparation. Only after the produce becomes wet do we say it's Hachshar Lekabal Toma, it's susceptible to be Makabal Toma. However, the produce must become wet only if the owner wants it. This is known as Bechiyutan. It's preferable for him that it's wet. If someone splashed water on his fruit and it's of no benefit to the owner, then that's not Bechiyutan, and it's not Mokshar Lekabal Toma. So we say, Detanya, we have a Brisa, Hiskim Lahavip Silas, let's say this person woke up early in the morning to go out to the fields to bring all the leftover stuff from his harvest, a whole bunch of straw and a whole bunch of other things that were cut and left in the field, and he wants to use it to store his fruit in it. In Bishvil Shishal if the reason why he's getting up early in the morning is because it still has dew on it, Harehu Bechiyutan, so this dew has the status of Chiyutan, because he obviously wants the wetness of this dew to be on his fruit. However, if the only reason why he got up early in the morning to take this stuff from the field is because he didn't want to waste time in the middle of the day, he didn't want to have to stop work, so in Bechiyutan, this dew that's on it is not Bechiyutan, he doesn't really want the moisture, he just wants to be able to get it early in the day without having to waste time in the middle of the day. And Staman Sheitaveria, Pecha Samaralf on the top, regular standard people in they're like people who do not want to waste time from working, and therefore when they go out early into the field, they're obviously doing it because they don't want to waste time, and it's not b'chiyutan. And the third thing that he allowed, what's that case that they're allowed to dry themselves with a towel? A person's allowed to dry himself with a towel on Shabbos, and he can leave it in the window of the bathhouse. However, he is not allowed to give it to the bathhouse attendant, because we suspect them that they're going to end up squeezing it out, and that's an Isra Shita. He says, he's allowed to bring it to his house, and we're not afraid that he's going to actually end up squeezing it. And this is permitted to the people of Tiveria. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.